This is the Little Moments Count radio podcast, created in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. Each episode, you'll hear interviews with early childhood experts on how to support the important brain development that takes place in the first 1,000 days of life, just through Little Moments every day. Learn more at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast. It's a good day to be indigenous. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hit me cut again. Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. And this episode of Native Roots Radio is presented in partnership with A Little Moments Count. And so we have a special show here, Ogama. We sure do. And- uh, we have a wonderful special show set up here tonight with uh, the people from Little Moments Count, but also uh, with this uh, new initiative that is coming through as part of the Little Moments Count campaign. Uh, Robert, why don't you uh, tell everybody what the title of that is? Well, let's just talk about a little more about the little intro here. And the Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative uh, focused on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of life. Nearly 80% of brain growth happens in the first thousand days. A small moment of interaction like talking, playing, reading, and singing help create the pathways that build a child's brain during this early stage of life. For more information, you can visit littlemomentscount.org. And we're really excited to be partnering with Little Moments. And I'm really excited uh, to have Beth come on here and introduce herself in a good way and talk and bring in our other guests. And I'll help facilitate this because you guys are the experts and I think this is just really important. And when we've had, uh, we've had little moments count on, it's just been so informative about uh, what you guys are doing and, and what about our little ones. So welcome, Beth. Thank you. Who's you, everyone? My name is Beth Ann Dodds. We wanna thank Little Moments Count for bringing us on. I work for Barb Faber at Indigenous Visioning, and we are bringing to you today uh, the Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative currently being implemented in the White Earth Nation. And I have with me today Chris Manning, a facilitator. Who's you? (laughs) We can hear you. And we also have Lacey Armstrong, who just finished the 21 weeks of the initiative. Lacey's a participant in the White Earth Nation. Lacey, this is a radio show, so you have to uh, say something. You can't wave, but most of the people don't know that you're waving (laughs) in a good way. Just want to help facilitate that that we are uh, all over Turtle Island here on the radio. Bonjour, everyone. So honored to be here tonight. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what what 
what this is, you know, what uh, Little Moments Count is and why these special guests are, are here. I know, I just want our audience to know, and I'm wondering, Beth, if you could talk a little bit about the program and um, what, what our guests do, including yourself. So I'm the project coordinator, and uh, I am coordinating a wonderful group of parent leaders in the White Earth community uh, through the Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative. Um, we are coming to you to tell you about this beautiful 21-week program that integrates child development, leadership, democracy skills, and Ojibwe culture into a parent curriculum to empower the parent voice. So yeah. we, we love to see parents, grandparents, foster parents, caregivers. Um, we want them to uh, participate in a nationally accredited and evidence-based parenting leadership curriculum that is culturally infused and customized to empower the tribal communities. You know, that's exciting. And I think uh, just to, to back up a little bit, too, I, I, we talk a lot about how important um, it is to talk to our children, to read to our children. And your initiative really jumps into that and then also trains um, people that have gone through your program to become facilitators, uh, so to speak. So that's one of the things that I really love about your program. Yes, yes, we do do that. It, um, we have three of our 11 participants in our first cohort are going to interview to become a facilitator. Um, and then once you become a facilitator, um, you need to be certified by the National Parent Leadership Institute. Um, and maybe Chris can speak to what that experience was like. We did our first uh, training was online. And so we had to do six weeks of online training and it was very impactful. I was excited to bring this to the community, but we were also able to do this in person in Columbus, Ohio. And I tell you, having it in person and actually going through the training and experiencing what our participants experience um, was, it was very impactful that we know what they feel. Um, we went through the same emotions and being a part of that whole experience, I think just makes our skills at bringing this curriculum through to our people that much more powerful. So Robert, I want to add that this curriculum that we're bringing into the tribal nation is a civics curriculum. So it um, we're taking a chance at bringing in uh, uh, this kind of curriculum to our people, and we weren't sure how it was going to be received. Um, but maybe Lacey can talk about how this was received in the White Earth community. Yes, Buju. Um, so I applied um, for IPLI um, and did an interview, and I was selected to be, become part of the program as a parent, parent leader. 
um, in this initiative. And, uh, you know, we got to learn about state, federal, tribal laws, how they differ, how they intertwine. Um, it was, we did a retreat on the first day um, and we got, we got to visualize how we were all interconnected. You know, how we, we all lived in different communities, but we we're all interconnected. Um, and then there was one main, one main like problem, so to speak. And that was that disconnect that was something we all had in common was that disconnect. Um, and that, disconnect. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and this initiative, it's, um, it's taught us how to use our voice, um, how to be resourceful, um, learn about civics, um, very empowering, um, communication, um, we did a, we did a little skit where we used nonverbal communication and the other participant didn't know what was going on and they were kind of just sitting there dumbfounded, but skills like that, um, very fun and empowering. Hey, why don't we take a quick break here? Let's all relax now, now that we're on radio and we're kind of feeling it and grooving it and talk about this initiative and talk about, you know, what's what's missing in our culture and what colonization and boarding schools have done to us and how we're fighting back. So I really appreciate this conversation. You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents Little Moments Count, a statewide collaborative focused on helping parents, caregivers, learn about the importance of brain development in the first years, three years of life. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, Cudigy, this uh, episode of Native Roots Radio is presented in partnership with A Little Moments Count. Yes, and Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative focused on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first three years of life. Nearly 80% of brain growth happens in the first 1,000 days, and a small interaction like talking, playing, reading, and singing can really help create those pathways that help build your child's brain during the early stages of life. If you are just tuning in, you can get some more information by visiting Little momentscount.org. They've got some really great programs and resources available for you there. Um, Robert, we're really excited to be partnering with Little Moments Count. Yeah, we are definitely. And our our guest today is Beth, Chris, and Lacey. And when we uh, broke away of this commercial, we were kind of talking about uh, Lacey's experience with um, kind of decolonizing her thinking and and learning more uh, about uh, who we are and being able to help her little ones in knowing that and and just we have had such a gap with um, our own learning, whether it's colonization or definitely the the boarding schools. And uh, Lacey, if you don't mind, I, I'd like you to pick up where you where you left off there. Uh, it's really getting into some some nuts and bolts of of, of your training. 
Yeah, so um, it was the cultural disconnect that we all identified. Um, and so our goal was to create, each create a project. Um, and it was passion with a purpose. What were we, what we were passionate about, um, what we wanted to change in our community, how we wanted to help the children in our communities. Um, and this Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative, it, it brought culture, um, teachings, um, in a good way. Um, yeah. How, how does that make you feel? You're smiling right now, and how does that make you feel? Um, I, I, you know, is it is it you know put connecting the dots to uh, a lot of things, or how does that make you feel? Um, it was very empowering um, to know that we were all on the same page. Um, a bunch of powerful women in the same room, and one man. <laughs> there was oh, one man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just reading about this. Um, there's a press release that came out from um, Indigenous Visioning um, about this art, um, this program that you went through, and it says it was a 21 week program, um, and it talked about um, how this went in two phases. Um, so there was apparent leadership and self perception course and then there was a 10-week study of how change occurs within these systems um, including the government and tribal systems um, but what I found was really interesting is the curriculum was designed in four sections um, each from a season from the Ojibwe calendar um, could you talk a little bit about how how it was learning in that respect Barb Faber uh, saw this curriculum in action. Um, she was invited to a conference. Forgive me, I don't remember where she went and how she saw this, but she saw the civics curriculum and thought, how can I bring this back to White Earth? And um, she was very proactive in, in bringing it to White Earth um, wanting to also have it be viewed through the Ojibwe lens. So she partnered with uh, Dr. Anton Troyer and with guidance from elders in both the White Earth Nation and the Red Lake Nation, uh, they came together and created the curriculum to accompany the National Parent Leadership Institute curriculum. And um, what was interesting about the, the, the twisting of the two curriculums together is that um, in the civics curriculum, we were always brought back to um, core assets and needs being identified in the white earth community. So that's, that's really how, how the curriculum is designed is to, as a participant, you're looking at your own assets and needs. From there, you're able to look at your community and identify the assets and needs. Um, like Lacey said, it was all about building reconnection. You know, there was a moment where we were all saying disconnect and an, another participant, uh, Biwash said, what if we changed it to reconnect? Yeah. And that became um, really the collective passion with purpose 
and through their um, community projects, they're all, the umbrella is cultural reconnection, but they're all doing it in their own way. And um, it, it was, it was as a pilot program, you know, again, we were all wondering how is this going to work, but it worked. Maybe Chris can elaborate on, on her views on how she watched um, the two, kind of the two cultures um, twist in a beautiful spiral. I'll, I'll give it that description. <laughs> it, it was an amazing web that they connected that way. Um, I think my experience through that is when we talk about the historical trauma and everything that we lost and the teachings that we lost, we came in not knowing a lot of the teachings, but being able to, to learn that while facilitating was amazing. Um, and to see everybody's experiences and their teachings and how that connected with what our lesson was for that week, it just seemed to flow really well. Um, there, I remember one lesson that we, I personally didn't know anything about or thought I didn't know. And while we were doing that, we were um, actually making our own tobacco. We had gathered the willow and was making the kinnikinnik. And as I was stripping the willow, um, the memories came back. It's like, I've done this before. I remember doing this with my grandma. So having those experiences and watching our participants go through that was very meaningful and touching. How did you become a facilitator, uh, Chris? I think that's very interesting. And and also, uh, how flexible was the curriculum for you to be a facilitator? Was it uh, pretty black and white or were you able to, to ad lib like a jazz musician? Not a jazz musician, so we weren't able to ad lib. <laughs> Um, it is pretty black and white because they have certain standards and guidelines that we do have to follow to make sure that our participants are getting the lessons. Um, how I came about it is I did see an application that they're looking for facilitators for this parent leadership program. And my passion has always been to, to uplift our parents, um, to have them find their voice, to speak out for their children and their communities. And when I saw this, it's just like, I need to do this. Um, so for me, it's just everything lined up and it, it's been a great experience. Wow. And uh, your A student, Lacey's here. Uh, uh, and that's exciting. Lacey, uh, how did Chris do? Uh, did, did you feel, <laughs> did, you, did you, I mean, how, how did it go, Lacey? Lacey, it, it's, I, I feel like Chris is really connecting with everybody here. Did she connect and, and really make it happen? How, how did that all feel? Yes. Um, yeah. One word that comes to mind, very empowering. Um, so honored and grateful that this is being, this is being brought to the surface. I have a quick question for you, Lacey, if you, if you don't mind. Um, what's one thing from this leadership conference that you took home and you shared with your family, like immediately you learned it and you were like, I gotta, I gotta tell my kids or I gotta do this. Um, what was that big thing for you? Um, 
how to use our voice, you know, being an advocate for our families. Um, yeah, um, very emotional experience um, because we did, we became a big family, you know. Um, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, yeah, we have one big family now and <laughs> it's just going to keep growing. Um, but yes, definitely to use your voice. So I, I do, I do want to mention that, um, Lacey says it's going to keep growing. We also have an alumni program. So now that our 11 participants have, will be graduating on September 25th, y'all, September 25th, at shooting star casino is our big graduation ceremony, but we are implementing an alumni program to continue to support them with their community projects. Um, part of that being creating their own radio program. Oh, wonderful. Wow, that's exciting. Hey, let's talk a little bit more about this. We're, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents uh, I'm Awake, and we're partnering with Little Moments Count, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that and also maybe talk about where the hair on your arm stood up. You know, I know that's our ancestors talking to us. So we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. This is Winona LaDuke of Honor the Earth, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. I'm awake. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, this episode of Native Roots Radio is presented in partnership with Little Moments uh, Count. And uh, wow, we're really excited to have these guests on, Ogama. I, I want to... Uh, circle around here real quick Beth and talk about a few things before we talk about that groovy radio show but I also want to talk about you know uh, how to become a class participant and bring that up again and also um, you know what what's going on what's up next and then let's talk about some other stuff too but I want to make sure that people that are listening in can participate in this in, in a couple different ways. It looks like with our panel here. So this free 21 week program is only being offered in the white earth nation right now. Um, we are looking to expand. Um, we run on grants. So um, it's always wonderful to have people like you to bring us on your show to help us find some, fiscal partners that would like to see this brought to more tribal communities. But for right now, um, our first cohort ended and our second cohort, we hope to begin in November. Um, our class size is only limited to 15, par 15 participants um, and they can apply at our website, which is www.indigenousvisioning.com click on the Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative tab, and it'll bring you to an online application process for our White Earth tribal members. So, yeah. Olga has got her hand raised. I feel you like know, I'm the facilitator now. Holy <laughs> you know, I just wanted to point out that this program um, was a huge collaboration. Um, it was funded by a grant, um, but it, there 
were partners like the Minnesota Department of Health, Indigenous Visioning, um, and the National Parent Leadership Institute, Dr. Anton Truyer, and support from the Northwest Minnesota Foundation. And it took all of those organizations and people working together to bring this Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative to the White Earth Nation. So it's really important if you're listening to Beth, um, and this is something you want in your nation, your tribe to get involved in. I'm a Red Lake member myself. And I'm interested in this. And how do we get this over to my tribe? Um, go to indigenousvisioning.com. Reach out to Beth and, um, you know, try to figure out a way for you to um, help to get this moved into other areas in Indian country. I mean, this is incredibly important for all nations throughout all of Turtle Island to have you know, access to cultural curriculum like this. And it's possible to do, but we have to get together to do it. We do. Yeah, that's good words. Awesome, uh, Ogamon. That's that's a, a great little uh, segue. Beth, uh, talk a little bit about the alumni, and then let's get some final words from um, from our other guests here. This is um, Beth and Lacey. Sure. Let me tell you about the alumni program. So the one of the main components of the Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative is the participants select a community project. It's self-selected. They are selecting it um, after all the work that they've been doing with the self-perception, the identifying the assets and the needs of their community. So this is to help them practice their civic and cultural teachings. This is about being a parent leader. So the alumni program after graduation is around to help strengthen parents' leadership skills and the learning. We are going to continue. Um, their community project does not have to be done by graduation, but we want to see them actively moving it forward. The alumni program is going to support them in those projects. I'd like to give Lacey the opportunity to tell everyone about her project and how she selected what she's going to do, because it's quite fabulous. Hey, Lacey. <laughs> Lacey's oh, on mute, too. <laughs> That's all right. You guys are practicing for your uh, your own radio show. Um, yeah. I will that mute button off. Um, it's still on. It's still on. Still on. Oh, there oh, we there go. Hey. <laughs> Practice. So... My community project, um, it is called Healing Within the Family, Breaking the Cycle. Um, and how I got to that was me, myself, I am in recovery. Um, September 2nd, I hit my seven-year mark. Um, now with that, miigwech. With that, I, you know, that, that healing journey didn't stop there didn't stop with just getting sober. Um, I wanted to heal my family um, to help with coping skills, um, de-escalation skills. And so what my vision is, is to create a nonprofit organization, healing within the family, breaking, breaking the cycle. Um, and it would incorporate cultural teachings, um, identity, um, 
living in those four directions, living in that balance, um, helping and advocating for families who have had involvement with ICW, um, involvement with substance use, um, that healing journey, you know. That's a good one, Lacey. And I'll tell you, I've been sober for 37 years and uh, we have a term that you have to give it away to keep it. And that's what I always think about this, Chris, is this whole this whole program is is set up for people to give it away to keep it. You know, I think that's really, uh, Chris, really exciting um, that they're that you bring back alumni and that you teach them the kind of the way. And uh, what's your thought on that, Chris. And you're muted too. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah. Um, that's the most exciting part about this whole program is not only are we empowering our parents for their voice, but to see what their community projects are and how connected to the community they are and they want to help. A lot of them have been in recovery and I've always said that people in recovery are the strongest people that I know um, and they are the ones that we should be looking for answers you know what do what does our community need how can we make it better and those that have gone through the experience are the ones that know so this is you know like I said is so amazing and would love it to see in most communities in fact all of the communities I think it's so beneficial to our parents to to find that voice because we've been quieted for so long. Wow, those are beautiful words. Uh, that that uh, you have to give it away to keep it. Uh, that is to to make this thing Beth uh, bigger and bigger and and growing slow and strong like a mustard seed. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for for being a small part of this and listening to these great stories. Well, we appreciate you so much for letting us come on and talk about it. It's important work and we really want to celebrate our, our parent leaders. So we got a few minutes left, Beth. Why don't we uh, go around and um, let people just uh, speak in the talking circle, which AA got uh, from native Americans. I just want to throw that out there. Um, Bill Wilson did mention that in one of his talks uh, one time that, uh, you know, AA groups per se uh, speak in circles and, uh, and it's a talking circle and, and that's that's a native native way. So let's talk in a little ter- talking circle here and um, give a, a little time for Lacey be, uh, before we uh, let you guys go and then we'll go go to Chris and then back to you, Beth. So any final words, what you want people to know about the program or how you feel about the program or how I, I feel emotions and I, I feel it in a good way. So Lacey, let our people know, excuse me. Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative. It gave me a voice. Um, you know, it taught me how to be a, a parent leader, um, how to step up and be an advocate. Um, and I just wish every tribal nation would have that. I'm excited for the next cohort. Really excited for the next the next people to be involved. Wow, that's beautiful, Chris. What are what are your wishes, and uh, what do you want to say here in the last minute? 
I am just so honored to be a part of this program. Um, again, like I said, my biggest, I love to advocate for parents, um, for them to find their voice and to watch them through their journey and to watch them grow and believe in themselves and say, I can do this. I can make a difference in my community is, is amazing. I was telling Beth that I, I feel like a parent and these are my little kids graduating and I'm so proud of them. And it's been a very exciting, emotional ride. Wow. And uh, last words, Beth, uh, this has been an exciting, really emotional show to listen to tonight. Uh, what What are your final words here before we say hi, Juoni, to you, you three? Oh, well, I, uh, the same sentiments that they shared, it has been an incredible journey. And again, we didn't know what was going to happen being a pilot program, but it couldn't have turned out more beautiful than the way it did. I am so honored to have been a, a coordinator and a facilitator for these amazing group of women. Um, and I can't wait for the next cohort as well. Let's uh, give the, the website again one more time and uh, how we can get a hold of you. Uh, and, you know, always looking for grants and money. This is a good, good yeah. opportunity to hand out. So go ahead and www.indigenousvisions.com. And what else, Bella? Uh, Indigenousvisioning.com. Uh, no S there. So we want to make sure that S isn't there. So indigenousvisioning.com, click on the Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative tab, and it'll tell you all about the initiative. Um, they can also find us on Facebook, Indigenous Parent Leadership Initiative. Um, you will see all the goings on of the classes. Um, they can also email me, Beth, at indigenousvisioning.com. Um, and I'll be happy to answer any questions that anybody has. And wow. thank you so much, Robert, and Small Moments Count. Oh, uh, thank Beth, Chris, and Lacey. We'll be, uh, thank you so much for being on. And, hey, I want to just say what a great show. I want to thank our partners. Uh, they were on tonight. And, again, indigenousvisioning.com. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Please free Leonard Peltier now. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Little Moments Count radio podcast in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. You can find the Little Moments Count radio podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast.